We're still sipping on, if you watched our last or listened to our last episode, we're sipping on the rest of our hard truth. Yes, we are. But uh, we're going to talk quickly about another topic Come while on. we're finishing our sample here. Before we move on to our next, I have a question Uh-oh. to uh, perplex your mind and you listeners, viewers, but it's for Ryan here to answer through and give us some uh, guidance, if you will, which is, that's a that's a bourbon too. Mm. <laughs> Everything's a bourbon. <laughs> if it's if the word comes out of your mouth, it probably could be a bourbon brand. That's true. So the question is, thinking about the growth of the bourbon market. Okay. It has exploded. People have been going crazy, but it feels like it's cooling off just a little bit. And that could be due to one of two factors. One, it could be the times that we're in, yep. just kind of changing. We, we came through a pandemic. People were needing to be at home, kind of. And you have your little libation drink. Yep. Maybe you feel like oh, self-medication. Oh, self-medication there, kind of helping you through a difficult time. But um, also, all these big brands, and I, I can't think of, I know like Heaven Hill, Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. uh, Bardstown, like several, they're investing a lot of money. Yes, they are. And some of these even craft, like Penelope, we know that they're, planning for growth and thinking through some things. So what is it that you think the coming future for bourbon in the, you know, do you you think like we're going to be able to find things more regularly on the shelf these days? Are people going to be buying less? Is there going to be more of it? Like what's just kind of your projection of what you're thinking is going to happen? You know, I actually had this discussion. um, It may have been on a live and it possibly with our, our partner, Sean, um, we were discussing the fact that there's they're ramping up so much in production. Um, we saw, I mean, we were in Kentucky two weeks ago. I mm-hmm. mean, we saw the amount of rick houses that Bardstown was was throwing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the expansion at Buffalo Trace, Heaven Hill. I mm-hmm. mean, we're talking about all these uh, giant distilleries who are now getting into sourcing. So yeah. they're supplying now for these craft distillers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we won't really see an effect on the shelves for maybe another four to five years. That's just kind of my thought um, because it is going to take time. Um, and we're, you know, we all look to Buffalo Trace, right? The high and mighty. Um, mm-hmm. And they're ramping up production. Uh, I was actually invited uh, by one of the guys here to go on their Buffalo Trace pick mm-hmm. uh, 15 minutes um, before I was going to bed the other <laughs> night. And they were like, yeah, we'd have to be in Louisville at, at 10 a.m. I was like, bro, I got to work. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Life. So, you know, as much as I would love to call in and do that, because, you know, it is a dream of mine, but um, wasn't able to make it. But uh, so he sent me some pictures of the expansion and mm-hmm. what they're doing. And um, I think the production and, and what we want to see on the shelves, right, is we want to see all the wellers available. We want to see the the B-Tacks available. And mm-hmm. I mean, when we were there, they were rolling out all those WLW barrels, mm-hmm. but we're not going to see those for another 18 years. Yep. Um, so what I think it is, is they're ramping up production because of the popularity that's uh, the boom of bourbon since mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we were all given checks and we were all staying at home. So what else to do but watch YouTube videos about <laughs> bourbon and, and get into this never ending rabbit hole, uh, of That's purchasing also a brand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I think that will we eventually see it? I think so. I think about four to five years, we may be able to walk into a store and grab a one Oh seven outside of 
Texas and Ohio and mm. all these places that just have it so readily available. Yeah. Um, what I do think, though, is there is a slowdown in the secondary market. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, I've definitely seen like some of my friends' posts on Facebook where it's like, hey, I'm looking to trade, and the trade valuation of what people are willing to, like, I'll swap you a bottle, uh, has kind of leveled off. Yeah. Leveled off a little bit to where it's like, you know, you paid, let's say for a 107, maybe you, if you got lucky, you paid the seventy dollars for a 107 60 70 it's yes it's above msrp mm-hmm. but that's kind of the common thing stores will do where they'll add 20 bucks or something yeah. to a to a bottle but the retail on that versus the what you walk out of the store versus what it is in the secondary like i'm seeing 107 people are just like 85 90 yeah and that's not much more so there's not really like as big of a draw and hopefully that helps because the people that go to the stores and buy a box yes, and are like, oh, I'm just going to sell most of these and keep one for myself. Not that that's even strictly legal because that's illegal. That's exactly what that is. But thinking through what it is that they're trying to accomplish, if the draw is less, maybe they'll leave some things on the shelf. Yes. Like that just that won't be... A need. Yes, I agree. And I think also it's going to take away the ability for these uh, stores that sell above secondary. God, um, I hope so. Because it's... Think it of is, all the bottles that are out there uh, that could be purchased. I mean, just our first trip to Kentucky, we were seeing, what, uh, bottles, uh, the Russell's 13 for, what, six, 700 bucks on mm-hmm. the shelf. Yeah. Um Foolproofs for four hundred dollars on the shelf. I mean, in a store. Yeah. Not not on a secondary market. Not on mm-hmm. a duck race. Not on a Raz site. Yeah. In a store yeah. in Kentucky. Remember that the drive-through one that we stopped the little yes. sliver of a store. We walked around. There was like one thing that was even remotely interest, like high up on the shelf. But he was like, "What else? What, what else are you looking for? Like, I've got it all." I'm like, "Okay, why not have it at least out so people can see it?" Right. Well, is it that dangerous of someone going to come barreling behind your counter? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not in that world. But, like, he wanted 1400 yep. for one of the pappies. Yep. And <laughs> and to know that they're there, right? So these bottles are out there. Mm-hmm. It's just that store owners are holding them back. They're marking them up to ridiculous prices. Sure. And they're selling them out the back door. So, I mean, let's be honest. Some mm-hmm. some of these things are not going to hit the shelves. Yeah. They've got people who are just waiting to throw cash uh, at a back door and walk out with all their allocations. Yeah, I've heard some pretty wild stories uh, from some of the hangout groups that yep. we've uh, gotten to see and witness. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a different world that my mind is just not in. And that's people with, with heft amounts of money. Yes. Not the purchasers, but the people that are their customers. Yes. So think about the prospect of throwing, I'll just throw a number out there. Let's say you have a, a 20 Gs. Throw 20 Gs at a store, say, give me X number of boxes of bottles. And you're going to turn around and make, what, 5 to 10 Gs over that? Yep. Like, is that really, <laughs> I mean, how that's... is that okay in your mind? <laughs> And that's what's wild to me, right, is I wouldn't even think to, I'm going to spend 20 G's knowing that I'm going to make 10. Mm -hmm. Like, so you, you already have these buyers lined up. You essentially just put 
10 grand or 20 grand on a counter and an hour later you picked up 30 grand off the counter kind of yeah i mean you think there's people that have the money to be able to go out to the back doors and buy this but then there's people that that have those customers where doctors lawyers oh yeah my time is worth far too much to go to the store or to even really try to become friends with the blah 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 blah. like that's just way way below their time valuation they would rather spend two grand on a couple of bottles that are there like, yep, yeah, I just need those on my shelf. They give me accolades for my golf groups or yep. whatever. Like that's, it's not a flex so much as to people that really stretch themselves to get it. Then that's like a super flex for them. It's almost like it's a, it's a standard to yes. where if you're not at this level with this kind of money, if you don't have these types of things, they, they have to have them, which is really weird. It is. And that's a world that I would even just love to be a fly on the wall in, you know, <laughs> just to, just to see and watch and, and to how these people interact. But to think that you, it's, it's out there, it's, it's there. And there's somebody that's saying, you know what, like you said, my time is money. I don't care. Like to have the mindset that I don't care to spend $2,500 on a bottle of, of Pappy. Mm-hmm. Just to, boop, there it is. I'm glad that was easy. Right. Uh, just done. Make it happen. Man. That's a different world. That is a different world. It's not world. my world. Uh, if that's your world, you know, we, maybe we'd love to have it, have you on the podcast. Yeah, well, Talk to you, but... Um, we would love to know how that works for you. Uh, we can blur out your face. Um, I can I- pixelate <laughs> your voice and whatnot. Yeah, I was uh, just uh, driving through and I, I sent a text while it was my chauffeur was driving me and my, my chauffeur I said hey <laughs> who do I need to text yeah we can pixelate your voice whatnot but yeah that'd be Man. that'd be crazy to try to just get an introduction into that mindset in that world because all the bottles on my shelf uh, were purchased many of them are from relationships as I as I'm becoming more and more like educated with this whole process getting to know good friends, yeah. uh, how to get an opportunity to taste something is really all that my goal is out yep. there. And when I have a bottle here, it's not going to be hoarded. It's here to, to open, to taste, and to share when when people come over. So. Absolutely. And I and again, right? We kind of just we we bunny trailed on on the subject originally, but I think this is great because bourbon is meant to be shared. Bourbon is meant to be open and enjoyed. And because of bourbon, right, we can build these relationships. We have these relationships. It's mm-hmm. it's a common ground to share uh, a great bottle with someone. And it's almost an even playing field at that point. You know, yep. like at that point, it didn't really matter what uh, what you do for a living. Yeah. We sit, we talk about family, we talk about friends, and we talk about bourbon. Yeah. Well, the growth of the bourbon community is obviously going to just continue to evolve I feel like we're gonna we're not done seeing brands pop up. No. I feel like there's it's gonna keep going. The boom is not necessarily over. I think the the super hype over the allocations and all of that might be cooling off, but I don't think that has anything to do with bourbon as a as a uh, category as a whole. Right. Um, and I and I'm glad to see that because I, I I absolutely welcome brands that I haven't seen, haven't heard of to give me an opportunity to try something new. Um, knock my socks off with flavor and like really complex notes that change and evolve on your palate yes. and really give you something fun 
So I'm excited to continue to see how it grows and how it changes. And I don't think that the allocation brands are going to, they're not going to go away. Right. They're going to continue to grow. And I think, I think people are going to continue to want them, but I think it might be a little easier. It might get a little easier. And as long as you stay, again, make relationships with your folks, your friends, stay consistent at a store, pick a store or two. Yes. yes. Like that, that process, just pop in, say, Hey, that's a, that's a big one. When you're in the store, be vocal, like make sure that they know you're there. Doesn't have to be in a dumb like hey you got the allocations in <laughs> hey you got the like be more than that and you'll be fine you'll start to see and i think as especially as the sazerac line continues mm-hmm. to expand their their growth you think they put up a couple rick houses yeah that's a, over a hundred thousand barrels with a couple rick houses and even going up on the hill i mean they're still building they're still building rick houses up there mm-hmm. above the uh the distillery above the little valley thing yeah and Man, I, I, you know, I want to be able to walk in and grab a, a bottle of BTAC one of these days or stumble upon one per se. Um, but knowing that it's out there, it is available. If you can't find it, just make friends with somebody who has it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and honestly, I think the best thing too is like you walk into a store and you're trying to build those relationships. Just don't buy bourbon. Buy a beer or two. Buy, yeah. you know, with the little things like... Um, you know, that you would buy for a party, go to that store and, and spend your money there. Because if you know anything about the industry, they're not making a lot of money on bourbon. They're mm-hmm. not making a lot of money on allocations. That's why they're they're charging out of the wazoo for these allocated bottles yeah. because their markup isn't that high on these. True. They're making the money on the stuff that allows them to be able to get these allocated bottles to have in their store. Yeah. If you're if you're a vodka person and you're making mixed drinks, go buy your vodka at that at that store where you plan on hunting for an allocation mm-hmm. because that's going to speak volumes. They're yep. going to hold stuff in the back for you. They'll give you a call. It's happened. You know, we, we've experienced that ourselves. Yep. For sure. Um, so make the effort. If you really want that bottle, make the effort. Absolutely. And that my folks is a hard truth. <laughs> <laughs> we hit so many fun little that was, rabbit that. trails <laughs> with, uh, so many different names there on that that particular one but thanks all for listening and we'll catch you next time <laughs>